the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. I've titled today's episode, What Does God, the Dizzy Spins, and Folded Hands Have in Common? So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Any guess? I have no clue. (laughs) So I learned this concept in my coaching program where the coach asked us to spin in a circle over and over and over again. Keep going, keep going. Make yourself super, super, super dizzy. And then to stop and then to notice everything in the room that's spinning. And not only to notice that, but with deliberation, look around at all the different things in the room to see and feel them spinning. If you're anything like me, without even having to try this, you already feel a little nauseous. Mm -hmm. I can't even remember the last time that I made myself feel dizzy. I know, either can I. I remember the last time I was dizzy, though. It was in Vegas one year ago. Yeah. (laughs) We'll leave it there. And he asked us to do it again. Spin, 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 make ourselves super dizzy, super dizzy, super dizzy. And instead, when we stop, we're not going to look around the room. We're going to take our hands and we're going to fold our hands at steeple. If you're not familiar with what that means, it's, it's like having a prayer pose, only instead of folding your fingers in, you'll keep your fingers straight up. So these prayer hands with the fingers facing straight up. And again, instead of looking around, when you stop, you're going to look at the tips of your fingers. And when you do that, it's astonishing how quickly and centered you become. The dizziness will go away. The spins will start to stop almost instantly. And by having a grounded focal point in that way, the chaos that was when you were spinning and then decided to look all over the place is quite different than when you were spinning and then had a place to recenter yourself. And in true Ashley fashion, this is going to be metaphorical to the way that we live our lives. There are so many instances where things are going constantly, constantly, you're nonstop, and it feels like things are a little dizzy, a little out of control sometimes. And when we think about the first thing that a lot of people do in moments of chaos it is to bow their heads and pray. And I thought that was pretty pretty interesting because inadvertently, we don't always realize that this happens, but what we're doing is we're creating a center of balance for ourselves. And there are people who might have something else that they turn to in those times of chaos. And I'm wondering if a lot of us might have bad things that we're turning to instead of something that is sound and grounded. And when we think about it in that way, There are many times where we allow ourselves to get all over the place. And yet, if we have this one thing that we do, and I would have to argue that it's probably a constant, it has to be the thing that we constantly go back to in order to find ourselves that center. And for me, it's it's actually going into our closet, which is huge. It it is a lot different than how it sounds, right? For me, that place of centering myself, if I have and I'm very fortunate to have adopted the practices to not feel like I'm I'm dizzy and spinning out of control too often. But there are times where I feel like I need to ground myself and recenter myself. And that focus for me, that moment of clarity, that time with myself and my own thoughts is actually being in the closet and I'm either doing my nails or playing with my makeup or even organizing the stuff in the closet. That is my space of calm. And 
It could be something as simple as meditating or journaling or going for a drive. There should always be one healthy outlet that we choose in order to be able to turn to, because if we don't, then I think that it becomes easy for us to do the things that we know aren't good for us in those moments of chaos. Hmm. I've never really thought about it that way. And, and I'm going to have to try this experiment to to see how what the effects are. But I mean, it makes like thinking, thinking of it with limited knowledge is it makes a lot of sense. And to where you're able to approach life in such a better way if, if you're able to calm down the craziness around you and just focus on one specific thing or to, to guide yourself back to that center point. I can't tell you how many times I've been on a fishing boat where somebody will start to feel nauseous and sick to their stomach. And the first thing that the deckhand or the captain will advise that you do is to stop looking at everything rocking on the boat and to take your focus and stare out onto the horizon. Because having that solid line in the distance gives you something to structure yourself to. It allows you to pull all of your attention to that one source of calm in the midst of the chaos. And it's the same thing in our own lives. But I think that we have gotten into this this realm of being so busy all of the time that we have forgotten that we have those outlets. I think there's a very good reason why adult coloring books have become as popular as they have. If you look on Amazon, You'll see them with thousands and thousands of reviews and five stars. And whether people realize it or not, something as minute is incredibly therapeutic to have in terms of centering ourselves and to finding that calm throughout our day. Hmm. That's, it's really, and so now like I'm really analyzing myself and, and this is what I do a lot in our, our podcasts is, as Ashley brings this stuff up as I start doing my own self-work within these topics and figure out, well, what is it? What do I find that is that center point to ground myself into the the world of chaos that we live in on a day-to-day is where where do I ground myself? And and really diving deep into that, it's it's really interesting to see what starts coming up for you. And 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 I would I would say like look into that stuff for yourself today and and just see what what it is like for me it's doing work outside and just it's mindless work it's not like anything that I have to think about while I'm doing it but I you know I put a book on and I just get stuff done that needs to be done but it also is just it's almost a, a calm for me as well. Yeah. And I think that it's important for us to have those things. And if we don't, or perhaps it's an activity that we think it might be for us, that that calm grounding state, maybe it's not as calm and grounding as you might think it is. And even if you have one, maybe we can find ways to adopt and create new ones. I haven't been feeling good for this past week. Clint so graciously got me sick. You're welcome. And... (laughs) I had told him I'm taking the week to just not do work. I'm taking the week to do some preparation for Christmas and to do some things to where I can really focus on he and I and and the house. And a lot of that included 
um, different crafts and, you know, starting to wrap some Christmas presents and things around the house and cleaning and just things that I, I didn't force myself to have this constant work, work, work that I usually do. And I think that's contributing a lot to me starting to feel better. And I think that if I hadn't taken the week in the way that I did, then I would probably be feeling a lot worse. So sometimes we also need to identify in our lives or even on a day-to-day basis, what do I need today? And I remember at the beginning of the week, I clearly told you, Clint, like I, I think I need for myself to just take the week to just focus on these other things instead of going hard like I do all day, every single day, because it's a nonstop seven days a week thing for me. And I I knew that I needed to take a step back. And it's really good to self-recognize that for yourself, wherever you are at. And, And that's, for me personally, that's something I think I struggle with is saying, you know what? This week, I'm just going to, I'm going to take it easy. And unless Ashley goes, let's just kick back today. It's hard for me just to say that for myself because I feel like I need to always be doing something, even though there's no, it can wait for tomorrow. I think a lot of that too, is you work so much and you have so much overtime too, that on those days where you, you don't have to work, I think that in your mind, there's something that you should be doing. And a lot of the times you look around and it's like, okay, the, the floors are clean. The clothes are washed. Mm-hmm. There's no dish in the dishwasher. Like there's there's not much for you to have to do. Yeah. And I think that having a partnership with this topic is also a great point and something that is important. And if we have these discussions with our partners and we use this as a discussion point to be able to bring up to our partners, then we can also not only self-recognize it, but also identify it in the people that we are around if ever they need to find their own grounding spot and use it as a, a little coy game with each other. You know, go go outside and, you know, clean up horse shit, Clint, for example. <laughs> these, are, these are very important topics, but they're only as important as we make them. And if we're not having the discussions around them, then it's something that just starts to create that, that chaos in our lives. So I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.